everyone. I am so happy to be with you as the co-host to Pastor Alicia. I haven't been on for a while, but guess what? I am here today and I am here to encourage each and every one of you today. Today is the Lord. Today is the day that the Lord has made and we will be, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Well, this is a day that God has blessed us tremendously to be together. I know that we're doing this virtually, but guess what? We're still here together as a family. Drop some little comments in there, some hearts or something saying, hey, we love you. Hey, we're here. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I haven't been able to be on here. so, But I wanted to just come on and just let you guys know, hey, we're still fighting. We're still fighting as a ministry. We're still fighting as pastors. We're still fighting as a family. And I know that each and every one of us are just so excited that things are getting a little better, a little bit at a time. So stay encouraged. Stay encouraged that, look, one day, one day we're going to come back together and we're going to be able to say hello face to face. I know it's a couple of you dropping something right now saying, I can't wait. I can't wait. But look, until we do that, we have to stay focused. We have to stay in faith. We have to stay together as a family right here online. We're going to actually play the hand that God has, has dealt us. And right now we could actually serve each other. We could communicate with each other. We could talk to each other. We could text each other. We can come to service on Sunday and on days that we pray on Saturday. So be encouraged. Also, I want to personally let you know that I love you guys. Each and every one of you, I love you. I miss you. I miss you. We've been getting so many comments, Pastor Alicia. And so many people have been asking me, when are we coming back together? When are we going to see each other? When, 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 when? Oh, man. And guess what? I'm going to give you an answer. I don't know yet. I am praying. I'm praying. So y'all let pastor pray. Let pastor pray. Let pastor hear from God. Let pastor follow, uh, follow God's direction for us so that we will be moving in his will. Amen. We'll be moving according to his timing. Uh, and we'll be moving uh, with his blessing um, as well. So Today, I think we're just going to talk about being encouraged during this time. Being encouraged during this time. There's so many different things out that's going on in the world that could actually distract us or, you know, keep us down or make us um, not be encouraged. But you already know uh, that it's God before us who could be against us, that God is able and uh, he will supply you know, so I want to make sure that each and every one of you are encouraged today, that each and every one of you are fighting today, that each and every one of you know that God is with you. Whatever situation that you're going through, he is with you. He is with us, Excel Church family. Uh, and I know that without a shadow of doubt, he's going to see us through. He's going to see us through this situation. I know it without a shadow of doubt. Well, I guess what? <laughs> this is our first time in a long time 
Don't mind Coming me, y'all. Together. Don't, wait, y'all don't mind me. I was trying to pull up a scripture and it started reading the scripture, but I'm sorry. This is exactly why I don't get on with her. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. So sorry. guess what? Hey, look what happened. Things happen, and uh, it, things happen. Things throw curveballs, but guess what? You just keep going. That's right. You just keep going, and that's how life is. You know, things happen. Things interrupt your you know, your normal schedule, the things that you normally would, you know, plan to be done or, you know, you already have everything kind of set in stone, you know, how you want things to go your whole life, you know. But sometimes, you know, life throws curveballs at you and you have to be willing to make adjustments. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to be willing to make adjustments and you have to be willing to stay the course and stay focused. So I want to encourage you and I know we got some people out there that uh, I know for sure know about some curveballs. If you know about some curveballs, you know, just type in <laughs> curveballs right there uh, because we've been throwing some curveballs uh, with the COVID-19 and things that's going on in the world. We've been throwing some curveballs, but guess what? If you are watching uh, this message, if you're watching this broadcast, you made it. Yes, Lord. You made it. Hallelujah. You woke up this morning. And God and gave you another chance, you know, to, to do better, you know, and every day, every day, you know, I just want to encourage you that every day that you wake up, you got a shot at it. You got a shot at it and take your best shot. I see some comments. I see some comments. I know if you got a shot at it. Yes. And, you know, God is God is with us. So be encouraged. Uh, Pastor Alicia, before we move on, you want to encourage them with a, a word or two? Uh, no, I had the, the scripture I was looking for. I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't mean to distract Pastor, but um, the scripture I was looking for, I wanted to share with you guys, came from Matthew chapter 28, verse 20. Um, so if you have your Bibles, you can just turn there real quick with me. Matthew chapter 28, verse 20. And it says, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, mm. even to the end of the age. Mm. And to me, that's the charge that we are um, carrying out is to teach the disciples, to teach those who God is using um, to continue to share the gospel with other people. And I guess we all can kind of get from the, the number of series that we've done on that, on winning the lost, on being a light, on sharing the love of God, that, you know, that is a, that is a critical focus of making sure that as we experience God, and I treasure that study that we did together, but mm -hmm. as we experience God, that we don't bottle it up for ourselves, right. but that we find ways that we can join God at work and share the gospel with other people and help other people to experience God as well. And that we do it in a way that I always call lifestyle evangelism, where it's not necessarily scripted, but mm -hmm. that it's just looking for where God is at work and just everyday circumstances, whether it's standing in the line at a grocery store or sitting in the barber shop or the beauty shop and overhearing a conversation. There's all these opportunities where God is at work and he's trying to move in someone's life and he's trying to reveal himself 
And he uses us. He uses us in ways where once we become aware of it and start to connect with that purpose Mm -hmm. and start to like really wake up in the morning and surrender and say, Lord, you know, have your way, use me for your glory. We find that, wow, you know, what I read today in my devotion was just what I needed to encourage my coworker or, you know, some of my, my young people, you know, what, what we heard um, in church on Sunday, it was just what I needed when we were in school and we were talking about something at lunch and I was able to pour into someone else that was discouraged. So, you know, I really pray that the times that we spend together on Sunday, that as God speaks to us, that we are able to speak to you and that you are then able to go out into the world and pour into the people that are in your sphere of influence, Mm -hmm. wherever you work, wherever you serve, wherever you study, wherever you are um, planted in other arenas, that the time that you come to service it's like a spiritual refill like a gas station where you come and you get refilled and you get encouraged so it's encouraging to me when i get here and everybody's in the comments and we're Mm -hmm. you know we're talking and i miss you and good to see you and you know hey brother so-and-so and hey sister so-and-so and you know we're doing that collective coming together to be refueled to be used for God's glory. So, you know, as we see that and we realize that, you know, just being reminded that as we're teaching you, you know, in each sermon series, something different and, and inspiring you along the way to obey God's commands and seeing what I hope that especially the last series really illuminated is that, you know, God doesn't have to give us conditional promises but he does. He doesn't. He could just tell us to do something because he's God. You know. I know. I tell my kids and be like, "Why? Because I said so." You know. I don't have to have a a plus to it. It doesn't have to be a, a bonus that comes with it. I asked you to do it. Do it because I I said so. But he is gracious enough that as we have been studying many of the commandments, many of the things that he asks of us to do, comes along with a benefit that when we obey him. When we do what God has asked of us, that there is a promise that is fulfilled as a result of that obedience. And to me, that is so inspiring. That's so encouraging. I mean, of course, we want to obey God because we love him and because we we appreciate that he sent his only begotten son to die for our sins so that we could have eternal life. And that should be all that we really need in order to say, God, I will, I will serve you. I will obey you. But it's nice to know that as his children, we have an inheritance as well. And that as we walk in his ways and as we pursue him and as we follow him, that we uncover gems and jewels of wisdom that help us to experience life on another level, that help us to avoid pitfalls and mm-hmm. situations that if we did not have his guidance and his wisdom that we would more easily fall into. So those are the things that, you know, we want to remind each other that we want to share um, as we come together and gather together to hear the word so that when we leave, we don't just leave with a you know nice, happy, fuzzy feeling, but we leave with a happy, fuzzy feeling with a challenge of how we can grow and how we can become more like him 
so that we can be used for his glory and experience all that he desires for us to experience. So that was something that, you know, really weighed with me because, you know, I had one of our spiritual daughters, you know, congratulate me for what the things that God was doing in my life and, you know, really say happy birthday. And, you know, I see what God is doing for you and dad, and I'm ready to receive that next level in my life. And so for me, that is an exciting time because whether it's my children or those who are under our leadership, I understand how important it is to stand in faith, staying in the word and trusting and believing God to seeing things come to pass. And so that's one of the things that if, if, if we do get the time today, and I know pastor has his, you know, thought process of what God has downloaded to him, but really just wanted to encourage you all to stay in your faith, to stay in your word, that even when it feels like you've been praying about the same thing a long time and you don't see the manifestation yet, knowing that God is working behind the scenes. And I think that's why we all fell in love with that song when we kept saying, even though we don't see it, he's working. Even though we can't feel it, he's working. He never stops, he never stops working. And that just really resonated with me because I knew in my spirit that even though we can't see God at work, he's at work and he's at work in our lives. He's at work and in, in behind the scenes doing things that are bringing his plans together for he knows the plans that he has for us, plans for good and not for evil to bring us to an expected end. And so for me, his masterfulness is what is so amazing. How he weaves pieces together, even detours that I've taken, that when I get to the destination, I can see how I picked up something or learned something along the way that prepared me for the place that God was trying to take me. So being encouraged that even in your mistakes, even in your detours, even in the things that you like knock yourself up against the head, like, oh, I wasted so much time. I was not supposed to go down that road. It's not supposed to date that dude. It's not supposed to, you know, hook up with that girl. You know, whatever the case may be, you know, we 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 rack our heads, we get frustrated with ourselves. But I love how our father knows us. And he knew. He was like, I know, I know how she is about this. She's this might cause her to stumble a little bit. So we go, we're gonna send some reinforcement. We're gonna send the saints to encourage her. We're gonna send the the people of God to let you know that listen, we all sin. We all come short of the glory of God. Every last one of us. So we need to stop acting so shocked. When people stumble and when people make mistakes and we don't give them a, you know, a congratulatory trophy for doing wrong. But at the same time, we don't want to send people to hell and condemn them and and write them off and tell them they don't have a purpose anymore because you made a mistake. The devil is a lie. You still have a purpose in God. And I love how my father, your father, he forgives. And the Bible tells us how he will he will cast your sins into the sea of forgetfulness. That's so powerful. Like he is not like man. He is not holding it over your head and just going to keep throwing it in your face every time. No, you repent it. You asked him to forgive you. It's over. So now it's time to walk in your purpose. Now it's time to learn from that mistake. Now it's time to 
figure out how do I build upon this and not let this define me, not let this destroy me, not let this determine my destiny, but how do I move forward so that God can get the glory and I can say in spite of all of my mistakes, in spite of all of my shortcomings, my father who is all powerful was able to do this amazing thing in my life. And so that's the, that's the powerful thing to me. Like, I don't want people to ever think that, you know, I'm able to do certain things because I'm so wonderful or I'm so amazing. I wanted to point back to him that in spite of me not being all of that, in spite of me not having it all together, because my father is so amazing through his power, I was able to do this through his grace through his mercy, through his provision, through whatever it is that God did. I wanted to point back to him. So if we have that mindset that, okay, Lord, I love you. I want you to get the glory out of my life. I want to experience the crazy, happy life. I want to experience life more abundantly. I want to draw souls to you. I want to be someone that you can count on and give an assignment and trust to be able to carry the assignment through. Those are the conversations we have with him that prepare us to yeah. be able to go on that path. And on that path, then we have to be prepared to obey all the commands and set aside those weights that are besetting us and put aside those things that are getting in the way of mm -hmm. us taking that journey. Mm -hmm. And as we put those things away, I, I think about, um, you know, tr travel and flights and, you know, they ask you, are you carrying this or are you carrying that? Or do you have this in your luggage? Those are things that you cannot take with you. Mm -hmm. And if you want to get to that other point, you know, even something as simple nowadays is a bottle of water. You mm -hmm. cannot take that with you. Mm -hmm. So you can stay there at the airport and hold on to your bottle of water, or you can throw it in the trash so that you can continue on that journey. And it's some things like that in our lives that we just got to be honest about. There's some hindrances. There's some things that we try to hold on to thinking that God don't see it and he's going to somehow just not be true to his word and he's going to just let us have an special exception. But it, it doesn't work that way. That's why we are teaching you to obey all the commands. Because if you want to experience that, and if you want to go to that next level, it does involve making adjustments, obeying commands, and releasing the things in your life that you know hinder you from going on that path and on the journey that God has for mm -hmm. you. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a good, Pastor Alicia. I mean, you said so much there, and I hope that the viewers are really listening uh, to the nuggets uh, that are being spoken uh, because it's life-changing. Mm. You know, doing the things that God wants you to do, even when you don't agree with it, it's life-changing. Mm. You know, so uh, one of the things that you were saying, uh, one of the words that kind of stuck out was a challenge. When you said challenge, and you know, that's really one of the things that I wanted to speak about today is to challenge yourself, mm. you know, to, to, to be better to challenge yourself to get closer to God. Challenge yourself, you know, to be the best mom or the mm -hmm. best father or the best brother or the best sister or the best daughter, or, you know, challenge yourself to just be better. You know, I think that a lot of times what people uh, 
run into is that when 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 obstacles come or when things come, uh, they feel as if you know, uh, oh, that must you know that's the that's that's the devil, and they want to give the devil way too much credit. This is a time where you can actually be better, and you can look at this situation and just say, okay, well, I ain't gonna do nothing, or you know, I'm just gonna stop what I'm doing, or you know, no, you set out to be better. You set out to do something or accomplish something that you have been praying about. You know that God and gave you the instruction to complete it. And just because an obstacle came up or just because something got in the way or, you know, that it was your opportunity to say, oh, well, maybe God didn't want me to finish or maybe God didn't want me to do it. The devil is a complete liar. Yes. If you've heard from God yes. and you know you heard from God, don't give the devil credit. Don't give the devil enough space to prevent you from mm -hmm. completing what God has already assigned you to do. Mm -hmm. It's an opportunity for you to demonstrate to God that no devil in hell, no person, no situation is going to stop you from being all that God called you to be. You know, so I want to make sure that you are willing to challenge yourself today, starting yes. today, yes. challenge yourself that you're going to do something or complete something that you know that God already told you to do, that you're not going to give up, you're not going to get weary, you're not going to get weak, mm -hmm. but you're going to go ahead and complete it the way God wanted you to do it. Now, let me just be clear. When you are on a God assignment, doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that it's just going to go flawless, that you're not going to have any challenges. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not saying that. What I am saying is, is that all things are possible. Yes, <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, I am yes. saying that if God be for you, I am saying yes, yes. that you can do this. Mm -hmm. You can do this. And this is the time, whether it's dealing with COVID or whether it's dealing with, you know, being lonely or whether it's dealing with, you know, finishing a school or, you know, getting a promotion or, you know, whatever it is in your life that God has told you to do, don't let the devil distract you from doing it. Don't let the devil stop you from completing it. And I want to make sure that I drive that home to challenge yourself. Don't, don't think just because we're not coming together in a physical building that we need to just sit in the house and just wait. No, Pastor Lisa just said, look, you can do ministry right where you're at, right in your home right now. When you are talking to your family members or when you're talking to somebody at your job, you can minister to them. You can be the church. You can actually spread a good word. You can encourage somebody. You can actually be used by God right now, right where you're at. So I don't want us thinking that we just have to just stop what we're doing. No, keep living. Keep living. Keep doing what God wants you to do. One of the nuggets I want to give you that, you know, that I do is that I just say every day I want to be better. I just want to be a better Charles. I just want to be a better dad. I just want to be a better husband. I want to be a better father. Every day, I just want to be a better me. Amen? If you want to be a better you, drop a comment. Drop, say something. I want to be just a better, a better me. This is an opportunity for me to spend quality time with God without all the interruptions without all the distractions, without all the things that it's just me and God right now. 
And I want God to use me whichever way he wants to use. Now, one of the challenges is, is that you got to be willing to get out the way. Mm. You know, you, you got to be willing to get out the way. You can't have, you know, in your mind what you're willing to do for God. You know, because when you ask God, you know, hey, I'm available, God. What do you, he might ask you to go down the street and bless somebody that you don't even know their name. He might ask you to send somebody something that you know he put on your heart. No matter what they got, no matter what they, he might say, this is what I want you to do today, daughter. This is what I want you to do today, son. He might ask you to do something that you have no idea of how you're going to complete the assignment. But if you know that God and ask you to do something, I can assure you that he has already provided mm -hmm. for you to do it. So he ain't going to ask you to do something that he, he know you, he asking you something. But the real challenge is, is that you got to get out the way. Mm -hmm. You got to be getting out the way, not only physically, but mentally. You have to get out the way to the point where you're saying, God, have your way in my life. And I know that if you have asked me or you have given me an assignment, I know that you have equipped me, you have empowered me, you have given me what I need to complete it and finish. And finish. And sometimes that's what we have to do. We just, we have to, we, we have to get out the way. Now, one of the other, this, one of the second nuggets I want to give you, and this is, this, 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 this is powerful, is that you got to know that it's already done. You got to know before you start, when he speak it, mm. it's already done. Mm. So all you're doing is just going through the process Thank you, Lord. to get to what is already done. So you already in graduated. You had already moved. You had already got your new home, your new car, your husband, your wife, your kid. It's already done. Thank you, Lord. Before he gives you more on your way. <laughs> okay, so look, you take that step. Trust me when I tell you, he's going to grab your hand and walk you all the way to the finish line. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's going to be finished. And that's what I want to encourage people to understand, you know, that Thank it's you, already done. Somebody say it's already done. Man, drop it. Drop it. It's already done and it's already done for you, Thank you and for your family. Now, this is blessing me because, you know, we... Hey, it's been some challenges, you know, in my own family. And I'm and I'm speaking it. You know what? No matter how difficult it may seem. Mm, thank you, Jesus. No matter how bad it may get. No matter what somebody else is saying. I know without a shadow of a doubt that God told me that it was going to be all right. That God told me that it was already done. That God told me that it was going to happen. Amen. So I'm just sitting there in expectation. You know, I'm just like a baby. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm a kid at, at Christmas. I'm just sitting there waiting for, oh, I can't wait till the presents get up under there so I can at least see them. I can't, I might not be able to open them yet, <laughs> but I know that when I went to bed last night, it, it was some gifts up under that table and I know they mine. Hallelujah. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? See, you got some things, you got some gifts up under the tree that God had already wrapped for you. And all he doing is waiting on you to show up. 
and unwrap them gifts. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? This is this is what God has for those who believe in Him. He has the best in store for each and every one of us. So don't you dare sit there and be discouraged. Uh, don't you dare sit there and believe that, uh, that 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 God ain't that God ain't with you. There's no bill high enough that He can't pay. Mm-hmm. Trust me when I tell you. I got a quick testimony and I'll drop it off to you, Pastor Lee. But I remember, you know, way back in, way back when, look, the, 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 the gas man, the gas man was outside. Listen to, I'm telling you, outside and hey, I don't know if they had already cut it off. They was on their way to cut it off. But look, one thing for sure, two things for certain. I knew that God was going to come through somehow, some way. Hey, I ain't know if it was going to be before he cut it off or, or after, but. Trust me when I tell you, God knows everything that you are going through. You are not alone and he shall provide no matter what the situation is. And I'm, you know, and I'm so, I'm so passionate about that, you know, because I know what we've been through. Right. I know that, you know, a lot of people ask, you know, how do you do it, Pastor? Like, I, I, I see it now. Yeah. But there's some folks. On this on this right here, that saw it then. They saw they 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 saw the hoopty. They saw they 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 saw the broken band. They they saw the homelessness. They saw all that. Listen, what I'm telling you, God is able, yes, and what He'll do for one, He'll do it for another. What He did for Pastor Alicia, now He'll do it for you. He's doing it right now, Amen. It's already. I told you, it was already finished, Amen. So be encouraged. Be encouraged. Stay in faith. Keep believing that God is able, and He's gonna bless. He's gonna bless your family. Amen. And I'm I'm just excited about that. I'm excited. It was something you said that just like connected. I don't know what y'all are experiencing or how God is speaking to you this morning, but it was something you said that spoke to me because it's like there's one email that I haven't even opened because I know it's just some some more steps, some more hoops that they want me to jump through. <laughs> and I'm trying to get finished with this process. And it's so frustrating because as I'm trying to finish this process, it's like every time I feel like I've checked all the boxes and they come back and say, well, we need this and, and we need you to do this. And I'm just getting exhausted with all their hoops. But when you spoke a moment ago, I just heard the Holy Spirit speaking to me and was like, go through the process. It's already done. After they finish exhausting all their little hoops, they still going to give you what's yours. So go through the process. But that's how the enemy will do. He'll wear you down. I mean, he, I was wore down. I was like, I don't even want to read no more of the messages (laughs) because I don't feel like hearing it. I know they came up with something else and I'm tired. And like you said, it's like you have to keep going. It's not going, God's not going to stop. Yes. But the enemy, he knows that you're close to the end. He mm. knows that you're close mm. to the breakthrough. Mm. And that's when you get the most opposition. That's when you get yeah. the most weary. But the Bible says what? Don't be weary in well-doing. For in due season you will reap when? Mm. If you faint not. Mm. So it's a reminder to us this morning. Like, okay. We might be getting tired. We might be feeling like this is just getting a little overwhelming. But this is our filling station. Come on, fill back up. Get back into the presence of God. Get back into the word of God. Be encouraged by his word. What I really feel like the word of God to me is medicine. 
You know, when I think about, you know, how when we get some type of procedure and they tell us to take our Tylenol or to take this medicine or whatever. But for me, it's like when I am receiving God's word, it's like nourishment. It's like medicine. It's like it's it's it. It is the sustenance that brings us life. We're talking about the bread of life. It, the word of God, as we receive it and we continue to, to, to dwell in it and to just embrace God's word, it mm -hmm. is the light that we need to keep on going. And so, you know, I don't know what you're dealing with this week. Uh, maybe you'll share some of them in the comments. But let me say to you, you know, and I've said this before, some things we can do can give us like a temporary um, escape mm. from what we're going through. But if we're not looking for a temporary escape, but we're looking for a real way out, mm. it's in the word of God and God will guide you. God will lead you. And, you know, I know when I first started reading the word, like I was looking for something literal, like sifting through the Bible, like what's the answer? What's the answer? And it wasn't coming like that. And I was getting frustrated. And then I started doing stuff like opening up the Bible to try to see if it would fall on the right thing. And no, it's not like that, but it comes in staying in the presence of God so that you can hear and receive direction. And so, you know, you may feel a little lost at first because you're reading the Bible and you're reading something and it don't relate exactly to what you're dealing with. And you're like, well, this ain't answering my problem. This ain't a solution to what I'm dealing with. But as you continue to just dwell in him and as you continue to just stay in his presence and come before him and, and spend some time, not just coming before him with the list of what you think needs to be addressed, but coming before him with praise, coming before him with worship, coming before him with just adoration for who he is and what he's already done. And then letting the peace of God just wash over you. And I know some of you know what I'm talking about. It's just the peace that, that surpasses all understanding. And as you come to that place of peace, then you'll start to have clarity. You'll then you'll start to, you know, see things more clearly and then you'll begin to get direction. So it's a process that comes from, you can't, you can't rush God. I mean, that's the bottom line. It's you might be, I, I've seen that with my kids. It's like they come to me talking about spirit day is the next day. And they knew it was spirit week was coming up all last two weeks, but you wait to the last day. Now you want to rush me. Oh, no, they got me yesterday. Yeah. See, I'm not up for all of that. And it's like, what we have to understand with God, it's like, no, this is a daily thing. We got to stay before him daily. Let's mm. stop with the whole, it's week. an emergency <laughs> now. I need to come to you now. You know, I'm banging the door down. You know, God, 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 God. You know, right. like, you got to move, like, right now. And let's get <laughs> into the, I just enjoy being with you. And then when the emergency pops up, it's like, you already got the open line. You already got the right. communication going. You already have, you know, already some, connected. you already connected. <laughs> you already have a reserve of strength. I, I'm trying to tell you something. It's like, now that I, I have a reserve, now that I have like, in the natural, like a savings account, <laughs> emergencies aren't that traumatic because it's like, okay, we're gonna move something from the savings and take care of it. But when you didn't have that savings, that's like traumatizing. Like, oh my goodness, what are we gonna do? Where are we gonna borrow from? Where are we gonna get it? Like, 
when you prepare, <laughs> it makes a difference spiritually. So when we prepare by not just like coming around when we're in an, an urgent, dire circumstance, but we stay connected to God mm -hmm. when times are good, when times are bad, when times are regular, just because we enjoy being connected with him. And then when those things happen, it's like we're already like, okay. And sometimes we feel like God already kind of prepared you a little bit. Sometimes things just still knock me off my feet like, whoa, didn't see that coming. Right. But when you're connected to the vine, you, you pull from that strength. You get that source and you're able to, re, you're able to recalibrate and move forward. So I don't know, again, what y'all are dealing with today because I just feel the Lord just telling us what to say and I don't know who he's talking to or what it's pertaining to, but I know that this is inspired by God and that it's, it's intended to help you in the journey and to help you to be encouraged to know that, as I said, be sure of this, he said. Be sure of this, he said. He actually used those words. It's in red. And be sure of this. I am with you mm -hmm. always. I am with you always. He's with us right now. He's with us. Mm -hmm. He's with us. That's so powerful mm -hmm. to me. That, like you said, even when we're feeling alone, it's like, no, you're not alone. Mm -mm. He's with you. Right. Always. 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 So if we could get into the habit of remembering, God is with me. God is with me. And so whatever I'm dealing with, let me talk this through with him. Whatever I'm fearful of, let me, let me just go ahead and share this with him. Whatever I'm really upset about, let me go ahead and talk it through. Like he is a friend to us. Mm. I am a friend of God. You are a friend of God. He is with you. Remember that I was little, we used to have the my buddy. My buddy, wherever I go, he goes. My buddy, y'all remember my buddy? <laughs> I remember that? that was a little. It was a. It was a toy or something. What? And it was a commercial. And they used to like. Oh man, we all had to have I, it. I heard, my I buddy, heard. my. Okay. Anyway, y'all don't remember my buddy. It's okay. They that's my. Remember. That's my buddy. Okay. God is with us. God loves us. And he said, even unto the end of the age. And there's debate on top of debate, on top of forecast, that we very much so might be in the end of the age. No matter what we see happening, no matter what is coming our way, knowing that God is with us is what has to strengthen us. And we have to learn how to lean upon him because we know that we can't do this alone. Whatever it is in life, we can't do it alone. Yeah, I, I feel stronger already. Mm. How much time we got? We're we, we, we we out of time, but go ahead and close man, us out, Pastor. Go ahead and close time. us out. We're out of time. Yeah, you close know, I don't us get out. To get on, I don't get a chance to get on with y'all, so I'm fired up. But no, uh, I, I'll close us out and, and just you know just want to you know share with you uh, that, as Pastor Alicia said, you know, God is with us. Mm -hmm. Period. God is with you. Period. God is with your families. Mm -hmm. Period. He's with Excel Church. Yes, he is. Period. Can y'all drop amen on that? He's with Excel Church. He's with you and your family. He's with us. 
He's with us as a family. Amen? Amen. Well, I'm not going to keep going because I'm so excited. I'm fired up. I was so happy to be able to jump in and uh, be with my church family, be with my, my beautiful wife. Happy birthday, too. I'm going to tell you happy birthday. All right, so what are we going to do? We're going to pray. pray. Okay. I want to pray. And then um, I'm looking forward to seeing your comments when we're finished. Yeah. So I love comments. you. We love Encourage you. Encourage us. We love you. Yeah, we, we love you. you. We really Every love last you. one. Yep, you too. Yeah. And you. And you. <laughs> yep, you too. God, love you too. God, we just thank you. God, we thank you. We thank you this morning for each and every person that you decided to draw to be a part of this ministry, to be a part of this broadcast this yes. morning. Yes. God, we thank you that you reign supreme and that everything you desire to speak was spoken this morning to your people. God, we thank you that your people are not just hearers of your word, but I thank you, Lord, that they're doers also. I thank you that as they've heard your word this morning, that they are impacted and moved to do what they hear you speaking to them to do. Mm -hmm. Father, as only the Holy Spirit is able to do, minister to them, send your spirit to, to rest with them and to continue to work in their lives, oh God. God, where there's areas of, of unrest and confusion and doubt, I thank you, Father God, that your spirit will continue to move and speak and clarify and bring understanding. Oh, God, I thank you for where there's areas of, of excitement that we rejoice this morning with each and every person who is receiving the download from you and is ready to receive the next set of instructions for how they can glorify you and receive your best in their lives. Oh God, I thank you for every family that's connected to this ministry. I thank yes. you for every young person. Yes. I thank you for every young adult. Yes. I thank you for every member. Oh God, I thank you for each and every person who has crossed our paths. Those that are even no longer a part of this ministry, but Lord, that you allowed us to pour into their lives and that yes. they're, they have been able to pour into others. Oh God, bless each and every one of us. God, I thank you right now for Pastor Charles. I thank you for the, the family that he and I have been able to build, not only naturally, but supernaturally. God, watch over our family and protect us. Protect us. Keep us knitted together. Keep the Lytles knitted together. Keep Excel Church knitted together, Father God. Let our spirits remain connected. Oh God, yes. Let us be able to continue to love on one another, inspire one another, and go through difficult times with one another. Mm -hmm. Let us rejoice this morning with each other, and let us make your name great as we go forth and carry out the assignments that you have given to each and every one of us. We want to give you and you alone the praise and the honor and the glory for what you've already done and for yes, what you're yes. getting ready to do through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Love Amen. you guys. Love you guys. See you next week. See you.